Welcome to the First Time Podcast. I'm your host, Tad. If this is your first time listening to First Time Podcast, welcome and let me explain. It's really, really simple. Either me, my guests, or all of us have experienced something for the first time and we're going to talk about it. Today is no different. We're talking about a TV show and I am joined by my two dark passengers, ordained Jedi Adam Luloff and my part-time co-host and wife, Nikki Good, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. So we're going back with something that is sort of important to our group, our friendship, our uh, dynamic, something going way back. Uh, I mean, if you're listening, you know the topic of this. So I will say you might hear some spoilers. You will hear some spoilers. You might hear our dog. You will hear our dog. (laughs) Uh, He's sleeping in the corner, but that never lasts long because he's not drugged up right now. But (laughs) speaking of drugged up, we are going to talk about... Uh, Dexter New Blood. Is there a problem, officer? James Lindsay, huh? Jim. I'm gonna need you to step out of the vehicle, sir. Chief Bishop! Chief Bishop, come in! This is my life. A wolf among sheep. Who's that? Lost kid. No bodies, no pattern. People don't just disappear. There's always a reason. If she's right, how many other victims are there? I don't know. You are a serial killer. You love that you're getting away with murder and you cannot wait to kill again. Have you learned nothing? Don't be ashamed. A lot of folks get queasy at the sight of blood. It gets to me every time. It's a scary world out there. Monsters walk among us. I might still be a monster. But I'm an evolving monster. Okay, so this is a new series. Dexter New Blood was released November 7th, 2021, the first episode, after a 10-year break, starring Michael C. Hall as Dexter Morgan slash Jim Lindsay, um, Jack Alcott as Harrison Morgan, Julia Jones as Angela Bishop, Johnny Sequoia as Audrey Bishop, Alano Miller as Logan slash Coach, Jennifer Carpenter, of course, as Deborah Morgan, Clancy Brown as Kurt Caldwell, and Jamie Chung as podcast host Molly Park. So, 
Dexter. We go way back with Dexter. Yeah, yeah. we do. I had to look it up. Um, the original first episode aired October 1st, 2006. I wasn't watching it when it first started. Right. Like how I'm trying to remember how we even like got into you, a Sunday routine of it. Well, yeah. I remember you started watching it like the DVDs and somehow I watched the first few seasons out of order. I think I started with season four or something um, and then like went back because I liked it so much. I think I just caught I wasn't interested in it and then I caught a little bit what you were watching and I'm like okay I, I can get into this um Adam yeah uh I remember being brought into the whole Dexterverse because at the time I didn't have showtime to watch it with and so like uh hearing about it from you guys we jumped into it and um because I think we we're also trying to watch Six Feet Under which was kind of mm. like a gradual like uh the introduction. introduction yeah, yeah. Michael C. Hall. everything yeah and so like when like when dexter was like a season or two in already i remember jumping in and like instantly falling in love with in love with it and then it became like our sunday night routine when we were all at the same point where we had caught up to where it was airing and it was like watching it the new episodes every sunday because this is like for us it's maybe just me i mean i know with nikki too probably and probably you too adam the way we consume tv is so different now it's like yeah. it feels weird to have a show that's on weekly and they're like disney plus and and some of the major streamers are getting back to that i think even hbo max is doing peacemaker one a week to keep people subscribed they've realized that dropping every episode all at once people will binge it and then cancel their service for a year mm -hmm. which yep. uh yep. is is smart on their part but it's like this is one that was you know, originally we watched it on Showtime or we recorded and get back and, and watch it. But it was like uh, thinking back 2006, you know, like we didn't watch it back then. But, you know, we watched it like four seasons in. So 2010 ish uh, already, you know, 10 years ago. Well, that would have been yeah, 10 years ago when when it uh, ended. And it's like they had the same showrunner who was Clyde Phillips up until season four, which fans consider the best season mm -hmm. uh sort of the the high of the height of the series where it reached its all-time highs and then a lot of people probably I, I would say obviously most fans think that it, it fell pretty hard after that um mm -hmm. and then the last season's probably the all-time low for a lot of fans <laughs> yeah uh, and again if if you somehow have made it this far into it we warned you at the beginning but we are going to spoil this uh i think and and go, jumping back into it after 10 years, I probably should have, like, at least watched a recap or maybe the final, I don't know, a few episodes. Because I feel like they made some references that I sort of just completely forgot about yeah. oh, in the absolutely. last 10 years. But season four was the one where, you know, Harrison's the baby. I mean, this, this sort of ties into season four with Harrison. That's the last time we really saw him. Or no, that was when trinity right the trinity killer yeah, season four was trinity killer and that was sort of our introduction where everything became full circle right and for his Dexter. his wife was it rita yes was mm -hmm. murdered and uh harrison was you know quote unquote you can't see my hand quotes on a podcast but born in blood like dexter was um mm -hmm. born in his mother's blood yes so uh we went through a couple awkward seasons it got really sort of to the point where it seemed like they didn't know what they were doing and Clyde uh -huh. Phillips left after season four and it really showed that 
things took a turn for the worse, but I believe the very end is the one of the most hated finales of all time. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, there's a major hurricane that hits Miami. Um, Dexter kills his sister, right? Uh, no, she, no. She is, uh, she is shot, and she ends up having a stroke in the hospital. Like, one of the killers that Dexter was going after at the time um, had shot her. And he ended up being one of the people that pulled the plug to yes. finally just end he, it. He evacuated her from the hospital, pretended he was like an EMT, pushed a hospital bed out during the uh, craziness of a hurricane and took her out to sea, right? Correct. Yeah. And then he, out on sea, they assumed he died on his boat. Took yeah. his little fisher boat into yeah. the hurricane. Mm-hmm. So he... Uh, slice of life, sli- right? Yeah, slice of life. And he uh, faked his own death. And then we got one shot of him... As a lumberjack in the snow, as yeah. our final wrap. It's like that's how it ends. Like yeah. that's not that doesn't that's not an ending. That doesn't like, tie up anything. And, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a total slap in the face. Right, a really, a really true awful landing where they clearly didn't know what they wanted to do, but clearly Showtime told the showrunner at that time, which I don't know the name of or care at this point, <laughs> told him like, "You can't kill Dexter. Well, what do you do with him?" to actually give it a, a finale. So I've always sort of sympathized with them because, I mean, if the original showrunner was going, Clyde Phillips was still there and Showtime said, you can't kill him. Well, what would he do? You know? Yeah. Like, well, how do you wrap it? How do you give a finale to people without killing him? I don't know. Maybe just have him go out in the boat. I mean, it still wouldn't have been great if he just would have gone out in the boat and we didn't know if he lived or died. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, having that that lumberjack thing at the end was like an axe to the face. It's like, so he's not a serial killer anymore. He just changed or like, what is there's so many questions like right. he's just going to be content being so, a lumberjack. Yeah, he, he got a job <laughs> by going off the grid, changed his name and mm-hmm. just like was able to get all of this legit and get away with. You know, so many things. Right. A lot of murders. No um, answer. No, like, nobody asked any questions about where this guy came from. Nothing. Yeah. Right. And like, it's like, at the day of age of, like, the internet, that's so hard to do. But, right. yeah. And so we've been sitting <laughs> since that with a sour taste in our mouths. All the fans. I mean, it's sort of been, like, you know, uh, made fun of. Uh, just sort of, it's well widely known amongst Dexter fans that those last... Several seasons, at the very least, the last season totally sucked, and the finale was a a big slap in the face. But it's it's always hard to end shows that, and you know, we know that from watching a lot of shows. But it seems like a lot of shows have a very hard time sticking at landing. Seinfeld is criticized often for its finale. Um, I never watched Lost, but I know a lot of fans really hated that finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very rare for a show to like really stick the ending when they do. It's sort of you know, oh my god, I can't believe they did it. So. Now we're in this time where revivals are big. I mean, everything's coming back. We have Saved by the Bell. We had Fuller House. Um, not just sayings from the 90s. Now we're bringing... I mean, they're even wrapping up series that get canceled. The fans are so vocal that they're bringing back, like, we'll do a movie. You get an hour and a half to wrap up mm-hmm. your series, like yep. Sense8, right? Yep, Sense8 got one. Um, uh, they Netflix brought Lucifer back to end it on its platform. and Right, and it's sort of cool. I mean, like, with the streaming platforms, they're sort of like... You know, they're definitely 
a little more fan influence, I would say, where it's like we have a voice, but sometimes, and, and that could be a whole different podcast. I mean, like, look at what they did to Sonic. I mean, it's like <laughs> they bullied a studio into like pushing yes. a movie a whole year back to redesign the character. Yeah, bully them into changing Sonic. We can do anything. <laughs> right. His, his fur texture. But I imagine <laughs> Showtime. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine uh, Showtime, you know, they saw fans that were not happy and they know that was one of if not their biggest series of all time and it dexter was. he sort of like is their like freddie they call they say freddie is our new line cinema is the house freddie built because it was like background on street was the big franchise that made that studio what it was and it feels like dexter i mean showtime was been out since we were kids um but it sort of like brought it back because hbo has always been like the top dog and showtime was always second tier and dexter sort of brought their prestige up Mm-hmm. Um, and then for it to end on a bad note and fans are pissed, they knew they had still had like, okay, we didn't kill him. So there's always a way we can go back to that. Well, but how do we do it without, um, like digging ourselves deeper in the hole or just coming off as a cash grab. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Michael C. Hall was like, I'm only doing it if it's worth doing. Yeah. Right. Right. And so we sat here for 10 years and there was rumors like every year. You know, oh, it could come back this time. There's a little tease here. There's a little tease there. Um, and Michael C. Hall would, you know, be promoting a movie or a, a stage show or anything. He was in a Broadway show and he would, you know, tease. Yeah, I would come back for Dexter. And uh, the original showrunner actually came back. Cl- Clyde Phillips out, came out and said, you know, well, if I would have still been on the show, I would have done this. And he said, um, and I'll actually get a little bit into this in the trivia, but I always thought it was interesting before we knew it was even coming back. He said, uh, his ideal ending would be like Dexter gets arrested and he, he gets, you know, put to um, what do they call it? death row? Like he's going to be executed yeah, yep. and he would be in a room and all the people he killed, like he would look up and metaphorically see them like surrounding mm-hmm. him, looking down on him, like not the not the people that deserved it, but like the people that he caused to die. Yeah, because there's a lot of innocent people who met their demise to cover him, his ass. Uh, he wasn't as always just a vigilante guy. Um even if he didn't directly kill them, he was responsible for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that showrunner sort of said, you know, he would look up and that would be the thing Dex, last thing Dexter sees before, you know, he gets lethal injection or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the entire series would be like a flash. Right. His life would be flashing him by and that final episode would be him waking up. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll have a little bit of that in the trivia, but we sort of ended up getting that mm-hmm. uh, to a lesser degree, not really him in a room getting... Um, legal trouble, but he finally ran out of luck. Yeah, and he got busted. He got busted and met his demise. Which, like I said, we're twelve minutes in now. We're spoiling things. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should just sort of jump back to we we have a ten year gap. We are now in this small town. I forget what it's even called. Upstate New York is called Iron Lake. Um, so he's left Miami. He's in Iron Lake as last we knew he was a lumberjack, but he's now a gun salesman. Yeah. He works for a little sporting goods store mm-hmm. and he's Jim Lindsay. Yeah. And he's real cool. Nice guy. All around and he town. has really bad hair. Yeah. yeah. It's disappointing because <laughs> he's a super handsome guy. Well, he's, he's has, he sort of a, has the Dexter hair. He just hasn't evolved dope, over 10 years. Dopey. I mean, it's kind of a, like a small town like nice simple yeah. s- simple nice guy haircut yeah. so i kind of get it your everyday joe your everyday joe unassuming <laughs> but he he's 
got no disguise. He finds a small town like it seems like, you know, I know that the original the showrunners that did this made this decision. Uh, Clyde, when he came back, they decided, like, if we're going to do it, we can't just erase the last season, pretend it didn't happen. That's mm-hmm. canon. It happened. Yeah. But I think they approached it in a smart way where it's like, you know, we'll bring him back. He won't necessarily be a lumberjack because we didn't show he's just doing a job. You know, it could have been just how he got there. But it's like, you know, here's where we are 10 years later. It's not like it picked up right after the last episode. So he's gone undetected for 10 years in this small town, gotten to know everybody. It seems to be living a happy, quiet, normal life. Like they moved him from the hottest place, Miami, Florida, to the coldest place, Iron Lake in uh, upstate New York. And mm-hmm. now it's like Snow Dexter. Yeah, Snow Dexter. Which is interesting because, like, you know, when this started, we're just so ingrained, even after a 10 year break of that intro of him, like, you know, grinding the blood orange and getting his keys and grinding the, right, grinding the coffee and the song and the key, all the stuff. That flossing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it too much or we'll get sued. But, um, but, uh, yeah, it's just interesting because, like, the new one has no theme at all. It just has the logo, which mm-hmm. seems a little, like, I don't know, like, CGI type thing. And it makes, like, an ice-cracking sound. It's like this, but the credits, when the credits play, it's the same song. The end credits, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. But, it, we, we, I mean, I've probably brought it up to you guys several times, but it was interesting to me. It was, like, I wonder if that was a right thing where it was, like, if we, like, when... Twin Peaks moved from ABC and took an 18 year break, came back on Showtime. It was called like Twin Peaks to Return. Mm-hmm. And it was like, OK, well, it has a new name. So technically it's a whole new production. Um, you can use characters and stuff that David Lynch probably owned. But I imagine with this, it was it's weird because Showtime clearly owns the character. They got the rights to the books. They paid the guy. Yeah. So I'm not sure why they needed to make it like, like its own limited series. I guess they had to make sure we knew like. This is it. This yeah, is this, this is, is it. Yeah, right. yeah, this is it. Like, shut up after this. Right. <laughs> but I also think they're covering themselves potentially with like adding new blood after the title, just in case this took off into a direction that they didn't expect. So that if they were to expand on the universe, they could expand it as this is the new series. Right. Because these, and I've never read them. Um, these are are these based on graphic novels or on like comics no. or uh, just novels? straight novels? Yeah. Okay. And so I imagine, like, with those, it's probably, like, it's it's not just Dexter. It's, like, deep something, deeply dark Dexter or something, isn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, there's, a, there's like, a, there's a web zine that is, like, that is, like, several issues. And then the actual, like, the novel series that Jeff Lindsay wrote, it is, like, there's multiple books, but I know that the TV show completely derailed after the first one. Right. So it's, like, it became two separate entities. But I was just sort of thinking, like, with the books, I imagine they had sort of, like, and when a new one came out, it wasn't, like, Dexter Volume 2. It was probably, like, right. Dexter's the New Blood or Dexter, you know, um, I don't know. I don't need to come up with titles. They probably have some great ones. But uh, it seems like this is a new chapter in Dexter's life. We've gone 10 years this is in a new area, but it just was sort of like hard to break free from that. I mean, it'd be sort of cool to see his routine there. Oh yeah. Like, you know, like shoveling the snow and scraping his windshield or something, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff that we have to do every goddamn day in the winter. (laughs) But, uh, it's like, it's weird in some ways it was more modernized because like they sort of, it seems like more modern TV shows have, don't have a whole intro, but also in ways it was so familiar 
of that 2010 TV that we watched 10 years ago where it was like, sometimes I wish it would have been a little more modernized, but it was also like comfort. It's like, uh, I haven't watched a series like this in so long, like episodic and and they recap you at the beginning of what we've missed. And I don't think I've, it's weird because like with Dexter, we watched that, which got us hooked to Shameless. Mm-hmm. We didn't finish that because it had the same fate. <laughs> they ran it too far underground, just like the original Dexter. And uh, then we start watching Dexter New Blood, which they attached Yellow Jackets to. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Showtime's good at that. They're like, yeah. let's follow Dexter with another series that people will watch because it aired right after. And we didn't even watch this one on, on Showtime, but it was like on the app. It was like, yeah. oh, hey, check out Yellow Jackets while you're at it. And uh that could be its own podcast we have to do yellow jackets but uh it's interesting how like even in the age of streaming they still know how to get us like rope us in for another series by attaching it and like dexter has always been like a gateway for showtime like we have a new series how do we introduce the people attach it to dexter and it's gonna succeed mm-hmm. exactly but uh what were you gonna say nikki i don't know <laughs> but we, we we're back we're back with dexter or Jim, at this point we we know him as jim jim Lindsay, jim. and he's a gun salesman which is sort of ironic for a guy who would slash and i mean there were lots of guns in the original but he was more known as a knife guy i think they did that mm-hmm. as sort of an ironic thing yeah but small town we know what that's like there's a lot of gun shops around here and pawn shops and, and jim doesn't like blood right he hates yeah. blood and uh he works there and we sort of get to know him, and he's the nice guy with lots of friends. He's, he's actually dating, like, the sheriff, is it? Yeah, like, 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 first off, yeah, what a dumb move. Right. Ugh. Like, yeah, come on, Dexter, like, you, you don't Stay. think that's going to be a bad move later? Spoiler alert, but... um, almost feel like he did that to be like, I'm going to be so good at this, I'm going to fool the cops into thinking I'm a good guy. Right. Yeah. Like, almost too cocky. Yeah, he's, too cocky. Yeah, is almost getting his fix still a little bit from, like, the... Even though not a whole lot ever happened in Iron Lake, like, just he was getting his fix of the stuff that was going on in the town so that way he could keep true. his finger on everything. Yeah. And yeah. almost like a kink to him. Like, yeah. I can get away with this. I Because, I mean, he was he was a forensics guy killing people. So it was it's a thing of his not... I mean, I never really th- thought about it that way, but it's like it was less of the, you know, vigilante taking care of these guys and more of like probably him like enjoying the chase of not like, you know, almost mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm a fucking cop and you still can't catch me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's almost like a, he's getting off on it, but now, yeah, he's dating the sheriff and uh, pretty quickly they get us right into this new story as to why it's like, you know, why 10 years he's, he's remained dormant as Dexter. And, uh, we meet the town asshole, like the sort of rich prick kid. Yeah. That gets away with everything. Cause his dad's super rich. Um, and he's really testing Dexter's patience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he finds out that this guy one time got into a boating accident um, he caused it and cause he was like playing chicken or something. I don't remember. Um, and people like five people died and he got away with it. Um, so that's kind of like, Oh, somebody who got away with a crime. Um, yeah, it's like ugh. old Dexter's coming, slowly <laughs> coming back up. And, uh, it's, it's interesting too. Like one thing I thought that would definitely be addressed and never really was, 
was the fact that his girlfriend looks a lot like his sister. Like she gave me major That's dead true. vibes. I yeah. didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, I was like, but the maybe, longer face, the oh, yeah, exact dark same hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. I mean everything. Like her, her mannerisms, everything. Um, but maybe that was like a unwritten subtlety where it's like, you know, he I mean, obviously we know him and Deb. Which by a, the way, I it was like the second to last season, they had the whole oh, yes. storyline of the romance, yeah. The Deb really she's in love with her brought her adopted brother dexter which yeah. is just like bad writing and like her therapist oh. convinced her like you really like your brother you like your brother a little bit too much don't you I'm like oh that's like so messed up yeah. right which is then when i'm like when they introduced this new love mm-hmm. interest i was like she Are, looks a lot like deb I'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna address that to the and they never did but it still feels good like, so fucking weird yeah. yeah it was like total fan fiction moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, when you uh, stayed up too long <laughs> and you went down a bad <laughs> rabbit hole, like, oh no. And so Dexter's sort of like, you know, th- this guy's irritating Dexter, and he gets to the point where it's like he has to deliver a gun, and, and Dexter figures out this guy, because Dexter puts his nose where it doesn't belong. Like Adam mentioned earlier, he sort of has this thing, like dating the sheriff, that he can get the inside scoop on people, he knows how to manipulate that. Um, to get what he wants and what he wants is information on this guy. He goes to a party. One of the disgruntled uh, friends at the party who's always treated like shit. You, you got to be nice to those guys, the quiet guys, because they'll <laughs> fucking rat you out. Um, and this dude rats out Dexter and he's like, he's drunk and he's upset. And he's like, this guy, you know, he sucks. And uh, he, he, you know, he, he shouldn't, he pinned it on me. He shouldn't have got away with it or something. But yeah. Um, his, the guy that was ratting out his friend is like, he brought this girl to the party and now oh, yeah. he was having sex with his friend was having sex with his girl. And right. so he's like telling Dexter, like, this guy's an asshole. And he, I like covered his app. His dad paid me to cover his ass right. for that boating accident right. or whatever. And Dexter yeah. is very manipulative and very charming. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like, oh, you know, whatever. I mean, at this point, Jim still, but we know we can, we can call him Dexter. Everybody knows who we're talking about. Um, yeah. So Dexter gets the inside scoop and I, I still don't feel like at that point, I mean, he was having the urges, but it, he wasn't planning on getting back in the killing. Mm-hmm. That whole thing sort of just fell into his lap. But in between the point where he discovers that this guy is a piece of shit that fits the code and the moment he has to actually accident he actually kills this guy there's a moment where someone's following him and they're sort of doing this red herring thing where dexter's like seeing people out of the corner of his eye and we're, we're seeing from that first person's perspective of like someone's following dexter who's on to him who's on to him well we sort of, I mean, I, I, I don't even think they put it in the trailer, but I think it was pretty hinted at that Harrison would be coming back this season. So And Harrison's his child. Right. We haven't seen him since he was like a toddler. Mm-hmm. He was, I think we saw him a little bit growing up, but not like even, not even like 10 or anything. He was like five or six or something. He was a little boy yeah, and Dexter think, sent him away. I think they did like a flashback of him and Hannah in Argentina as him yeah. as like a... More like an elementary school kid. Didn't Harrison go live with, um, would be Rita's parents or something? There was for... a point where, like, Dexter sent him away, yeah, right after the murder, I think. Yeah. Think. And then came back, and then he was with, um, you just said her name, Adam. Um, well, he went Hannah? to Lumen first. Okay. And then, um, end game was Hannah McKay. Yeah. And then she, we find out when Harrison's back that she ended up dying from cancer, which is, like, an easy out i guess yeah. in the writing but um 
it's interesting because like Harrison just sort of breaks into the house and he's like, you know, waiting for Dexter when he gets back and he's like, are you Dexter Morgan? And he's, of course, Dexter's like freaked the fuck out. He's like, nope, bye. I can give you a ride to the bus station, but sorry you travel all the way to New York. See ya. Uh, I think you're skipping past the part where Dexter does his first kill for the season. I don't know. I didn't know if that was in between. I don't know. It's one or the other. Yeah, but anyways, uh, he does finally get to meet Harrison. He gets to the point where he... uh, Finally talking to Deb, which is now, by the way, his new dark passenger. Yeah, replaced uh, his dad. Right, which when the actor who plays his dad sort of came out in the media was saying, you know, they didn't they didn't even approach me. I'm not in the new series. He was sort of upset by it. I had a clue that when they they spotted Jennifer Carpenter on the set, I'm like, oh, she's got to be the dark passenger now. Mm -hmm. But um, she's sort of his moral compass like his dad was, but maybe a little like less convincing of him of killing and more of the others. Yeah, we should note that like the, the dark passenger is just like in his head. Right. Well, yeah. I think if like, you're, uh, yeah, yeah, if you're watching, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen okay. Dexter, then that's your, then, yeah, you're sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, like with what I understood is the reason Harry didn't come back is like in the old series, Dexter used Harry to help him follow the code and all of that has been out the door. So mm. Deb is here. Deb's the trauma. So this is fully a PTSD style like yeah, storyline for that's... him. So he Deb is still so fresh, even though it's ten years ago. It was a traumatic event to the end of his old life that she has just kind of carried. She's herself the one into this. that's like, don't be a fucking serial killer. Yeah, it made me think of like that classic like angel one shoulder, devil on the other. Uh, yeah, yeah. like you know his dad used to be like. Not necessarily a devil, but you know he was he Dexter almost used him to reason. Yeah, like, I I I'm killing and it's a good thing because this person deserves it, which a lot of times they did. But mm-hmm. there are times where innocent people got their end because of Dexter. And then Deb is the opposite. She's like, you're gonna fuck up your kid, your life. Like you mm-hmm. have it good right now. Just stay, like stay put, be content. Don't put your nose where it doesn't belong. Um, almost like his conscious. But uh, yeah, we do get our first uh, return of Dexter kill. Yeah, he uh, lost his temper at this asshole, um, like hunting deer. There's like a this pretty, pretty Endangered, reindeer uh, albino. Yeah, white and, deer. Um, this asshole shoots and kills it. Um, and Dexter was been following it, like trailing it, trailing yeah. it. I don't know, like he was. It looked like he was going to shoot it, but then it's like, no, it's so beautiful. I don't know what. Well, I think it is. Dexter was trailing because he thought it was just a deer. Then he saw it was a white deer and decided yeah. not to shoot it. And yeah. I think it's, I think ultimately like that symbolism for him because that was uh, that is like uh, purity mm-hmm. and that symbolized like his new life. And so the minute that that deer got shot, shot with Dexter right there, the blood splatter hitting his face. That like was the woke minute up, yeah. he triggered mm-hmm. and everything went back to the old him. Just like and lost his patience and just like, like, no, he doesn't kill him right there. He knocks him out with his gun, like the butt right. of his gun. Um, and, and then, then he knows he's deep then. Yeah, and then he takes his body and takes him to back to his house and yeah, his cabin which he had he makes up like a makeshift uh murder room uh-huh and he does the old-fashioned like i know your crimes and now you're going to die and yeah stabs and, him yeah so we have our 
sort of story where that that kicks off for the whole season and i thought it was interesting like he has like a broken shard of glass he uses as the as the slide this time Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have the slides with him because he was not planning on even one he wasn't planning on killing anybody but two he wasn't even planning on killing this guy um he lost his temper he he hit this guy in the face he knew there was no way out of like i hit this guy in the face this is like a rich asshole i'm gonna get fucked over Mm -hmm. and part of me is like you know he could have at that point just been like he shot an endangered deer and came at me so i hit him he could have gotten out yeah but it's almost like that dexter hibernating in within jim Lindsay was like waiting for something to trigger him and he knew this Uh guy fit the code with what he did Mm -hmm. and he's like fuck it like let's feed this uh this old Dexter beast within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gets then, his, his uh, first kill, which, you know, you kill the richest guy in town's son, who he's spent his entire life protecting, you know things are going to get bad and messy. Yeah. And then, uh, where do we want to go from there? It's, I mean... Like, they do a... This, so this guy's messing, and then they're doing a search for yeah, this guy. And of course, it's the old Dexter thing where it's like, we're like three episodes in and we're like, how's he going to get himself out of this? They're digging deep in his cabin like uh-huh. all through the, and he has him buried right under his fire pit. Mm-hmm. He's chopped up the body, but he doesn't have the ocean like he did in, in Florida to go throw the, the uh, body pieces in, I guess. And so he uh, throws him under the fire pit until he can figure out what to do with him. Meanwhile, the entire police station thinking that, you know, he's dating the sheriff. He can't possibly be a killer. Is there dig? You know, we're using your property to stake out. They're not there to look for it. Mm-hmm. They're they're using and and Dexter's like, oh shit! How do I get them off the trail smartly? As a um, former blood splatter analyst and someone who worked for the Miami PD, would uh, he like planted a glove, um, yep. made it look like this kid killed this deer. He he set him up because I mean the kid did kill the deer, but sets him up so that people know. He killed the deer, and then it looks like he, excuse me, got away, like ran away from his problems. Yeah, this time it was like it, he did everything more hastily, like it wasn't as planned out as he had in the past, just because this was his first kill after so long. He's rusty. Yeah. He mentions it because he's got blood tracks all around his house that he's trying to figure out how to cover up because he's also never had to cover up uh, snow. anything what, that he's done mm-hmm. in snow. Yeah, that's a whole different dynamic, which I thought was really cool. And then yeah. what something that he didn't know about is in the woods. They're like heat, like cameras, the heat sensitive, sensitive yeah. cameras that they the reservation the raises. reservation uses to track endangered animals. So yeah, they so. they uh, so he's like nervous, like shit. Was that all on camera? <laughs> right, like yeah. the old Dexter, like he's just like. He's really stumbling this go around and like with new technology, being in the snow. This right. is all new to him. And uh, like even like fifteen years ago, I mean, there was cameras ever everywhere, but not like today. Right. You can go to like Walmart and just buy ring and uh-huh. cameras. Everybody has cameras on their house now. Like uh, everything's caught on on video. And even small town New York, Iron Lake, uh, you know these trail cameras, which is like oh shit, they have them on camera, but also. They're heat tracking one, so they don't have his face. They, uh-huh. they just have like a, basically a size and a time um, as to who was out there when. And um, Iron Lake is like a an area that has a lot of Native Americans in, including uh, Dexter's girlfriend and uh, her daughter. And so that's sort of where that ties into that, where it's really important to them. It's not just like a 
oh, he killed a white deer. It's like a sacred animal to these people, mm-hmm. and it's a huge crime. It's something that he would go to prison for. Uh, Luckily for him, the actual fight wasn't on camera. Right. But, those... but like, yeah, Dexter is sort of like a classic Dexter where he gets himself in a hole and we're like, how is he going to get himself out? And he figures out a way, as always. But he was in a much deeper hole this go around. It's like, you, we have him on camera, the blood splatters. I mean, everything could have gone that could have gone wrong, did go wrong for him. But Dexter's always slick and, and quick. And uh, meanwhile, he's sort of trying to balance out this new relationship he has with Harrison, who he has not seen in the 10 years that he's been gone, maybe longer. What's his girlfriend's name? The cop? Um, It is Angela. Angela. Yeah, Angela did not know he had a son. So that was like a whole thing. Like, yeah. what the hell? A lot of this season is um, Angela really learning everything about Dex. She's gone. I don't, we don't know how long they've been dating at this point, but they're pretty serious. Mm-hmm. And she's learning a lot about this guy. Like, <laughs> she knows him as Jim Lindsay, the nice single guy who has no kids and has never been married and uh, sells guns. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to his house and this kid answers the door and is like, oh, I'm I'm Jim's son. It's like, who? <laughs> so. Yeah. And it's always a wrench in the spokes. They've done this several times throughout the se- series. Used to be like, Somebody on the show knows his secret and having mm-hmm. that that's the biggest like sus- moment of sus- like the biggest the hanging having that hanging in the air was the biggest like cliffhanger on the show. Like if the, another serial killer or anybody else, you know, somebody else finds out about it, Dexter has to end that. And uh, at this point, just his son knowing that he's Dexter is that thing. He doesn't he doesn't know that Dexter's a killer at this point. He just no. knows that his dad is Dexter and he goes by Jim now and there's something to that. And he found out that his dad was still alive because um a letter he wrote to Hannah saying like, Hey, I'm faking my death. I go don't remember what it says. Um, take care of Harrison and if he sh- shows any um dark tennessees get a hold of me asap and so it's like okay so dad's still alive and then like he found a photo of him on instagram because like dexter was on a bowling league yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it's just like that looks like my dad yeah and that's like another that's another like a sort of uh homage to the original series yeah because he was a big bowler yeah yeah Yeah. and i thought that was cool and and also just another thing where it's like i thought it was really smart of putting dexter in modern times where it's like he wouldn't get away with a lot of shit he got away even 10 years ago Uh like there's cameras everywhere um you know here there's pictures of you online like you can't just run away anymore i mean kind of related but my boss today is like oh i saw you went to the art show this weekend i'm like huh it's like yeah there's a video you're on on facebook <laughs> i'm like oh like i didn't, i didn't know i was on facebook yeah yeah it's like know. yeah shit like that like dexter's on social media whether he likes it or not right and someone <laughs> eventually can see that and put two and two together mm-hmm. it just happened to be a son who was tracking him trying to find him and uh at first, like, Dexter is like, fuck no. Like, first, at very first, he's like, I'm not Dexter. I, wrong place. Go back. And then he has a second thought, and he goes and picks him up from the train station, brings him back. They have a good talk, and he's like, okay, you can stay with me a little bit until you figure out your situation. Then he goes in the full dad mode. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, his parental instincts kick in, and he's like, 
you know, I want to protect this kid. I want, he can have a good life here. You know, maybe it will level me out. Cause he, at this point he thinks I've done my one kill. I'm done. This hassle's done. Um, we, I put him off the trail and this is done for, you know, happy life, happy Dexter with his, with Harrison. Mm-hmm. But we know better cause we're only like four episodes in. And like Dexter's just telling Harrison, it's like, I was just in a really, really bad place when your mom died and... So um, I left you completely. Like, yeah. Just, like, no excuse, man. It's like, and, and Harrison's like, you're not a bad guy. You're not a monster. Little does he know. <laughs> yeah, like, you go the first few episodes of Harrison, like, them trying to work things out, but Harrison's not giving him a whole lot of leeway because it's literally a fight every scene. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, like, you abandoned me, but I don't know. It's kind of like, it's just hard to get over. Like, you owe me yeah. an explanation, and Dexter's not giving him much of anything. Right. Yeah. It's like, you're. there's more to this. Like, you wouldn't just run away and change... Like, you can't just run away, change your name, and, and forget about me. Like, was I not good enough? And mm-hmm. if that's not the case, then what is it? And Dexter has a lot of back and forth with his uh, now dark passenger, uh, Deb, about whether or not he should reveal his the truth to him, what he should do, uh... And those are always fun scenes. I I really like Jennifer Carpenter coming back. It was yeah. great. It's like we thought we saw the end of her. It was great. I think is really smart to bring her back and do that role uh, because their dynamic back and forth has always been great. Um, and so we get a season basically. And like I said, we won't go episode by episode, but basically like now he's they think he's uh, this guy's on the run. But then um, I'm trying to think of his name, uh, Kurt. Yeah. The rich asshole. The he, rich asshole. I knew right when he shows up at the scene and he's like, I'm going to help search. I'm like, this is going to be your guy. Uh-huh. Nope. He's going to be like, he, he comes off as the nice guy who helps these um, down and out of their luck girls in town who, who are passing through, which there's a ton of, I don't know why there's so many homeless <laughs> girls passing through yeah. Iron Lake for being a small town. There's like every week there's a new like teen, hot teenage girl or 20 something year old girl who needs a place to stay mm-hmm. you know, or a job. And uh, and Kurt takes money for a bus of, ticket. Yep. yep. And yep. Kurt's Kurt's a nice guy in town. Everybody, every town has one. Hopefully, they're not all killers. <laughs> but um, Kurt takes him under his wing, and he gives him a place to eat something, to eat, a place to sleep, and something to eat because he owns a restaurant and a truck stop and all kinds of shit. Everybody in town knows him, and that's why everybody's out looking for his son, even though he's an asshole. Everybody wants to know the guy who owns everything in town. Mm-hmm. Um. So already, like him and Jim have, I've already called call him Jim. Him and I guess Jim and Dexter um, have this weird dynamic back and forth, like a power dynamic. Because Dexter's like in his mind, you know, I killed your son. He's a piece of shit, and you can tell that uh, Kurt has a little bit of like a clue as to, like this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not he's not telling the truth. There, he has something to do with this. It's like they they could. I feel like they kind of can sense each other, right. but they're, they don't know what they're sensing yeah. right yet. Yeah. It's like, you're like me, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have this sort of like unspoken, like, like a uh, bond where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, something's up with you, something's up with you. And they're sort of like snippy back to each other, but also nice and charming, mm-hmm. um, which I, I absolutely thought that Clancy Brown as Kurt was like the highlight of the se- season. Oh yeah. Like, and I love that, like, they strung his character out long enough and like you kind of knew something was up with him. He was going to play a big part in the storyline. You just didn't know how big because they remember they also used that one uh, big oil mogul as sort of your pivot yeah. to throw you off um, 
for the first like two three episodes before they threw um kurt in your face right because like, audrey was like out protesting yeah. this big rich other big rich oil mogul who's like running for office or was already in office who's slimy and right. disgusting mm-hmm. and could have his own things going on right and that was just a total red herring it turns out that kurt was the piece of shit all along so um throughout this season we see that um harrison unfortunately did adapt some of his dad's dark tendencies. Mm-hmm. There's a point where he's at school and uh, there's the sort of quiet, nerdy kid who gets bullied every day. He, like, uh, stands up for him at first. Yeah, stands up for him at first. It's like, okay, cool. Harrison's, like, one of the cool... He's accepted as one of the cool kids, but he's also staying up for the nerds. Like, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where, like, we find out he was, you know basically his uh girlfriend dexter's girlfriend and dexter show up at the school and it's like you know he was gonna do like a school shooting and he had a knife or something right yeah like first off then you find out like this nerdy kid has like like a hit list and he like fantasizes about like killing his classmates i'm like not laughing at that but it was like so cheesy yeah. how they did it yeah so, a lot of, a lot it, of was it was just, pretty cornball um, was like, yeah and, like, it doesn't freak Harrison out, which should have been, like, a red flag. And Harrison, like, uses that to his advantage where he got him alone and just took a um, straight-edge razor. Straight razor and, like, cut him. Mm-hmm. And then tried to be, like, um, he made up the story, like, oh, he wanted me to do a school shooting with him. And I'm like, no, and he attacked me and I... I, uh, with this straight razor. And I had to defend myself. And I, ha- I took I it from him. him yeah. And, oh, and like Harrison stabbed himself. Right. First. Yeah. And, um, so like just, I mean, this kid could have just. Gotten some help. Gotten some help. Maybe he would never act on these fantasies. Maybe that just like some bullshit thing that made him happy. But like. He really, like, just destroyed this kid's life. (laughs) Um, Either way. Yeah, and everybody's hailing Harrison as a hero, and Dexter right away is like... Bullshit. Yeah, like, Dexter's like, uh, he's my kid. I know what's up. Like, like my kid isn't a fucking hero. Anybody in my blood... I mean, you know, his dad was there, but it's like, I can see, right, he's he's a little me. I know what happened Uh here. He's, he's, um, you know... And and so he starts freaking out, because Deb, his dark passenger, is telling him, like oh, your son's fucked up just like you. Like, you need to stop this right now. And he's like, maybe I can train the code. Maybe I'm, mm-hmm. you know, um, a new Harry. Like, I can I can take him under my wing and, and teach him how to, you know, control this and, and you know, fight yeah. the urges and, and become like a go by the code and only kill bad people. And it's like, oh, shit, Dexter. Come on, buddy. You got to add that Dex- Dexter went to... Um where it all happened it's all the like the crime scene and did his blood analyst thing it's like huh this doesn't add up um harrison stabbed himself and ran (laughs) ran after this kid and sliced his leg right so what's what's that's another cool little aspect is like nobody else there knows at the time that jim Lindsay, the guy who sells guns at the gun shop is a like very one of the best blood analysts in the world and can come into the scene and of course small town new york these cops are not like they would be in miami so they can't recognize that and he's using that as advantage where he can see things but he does not let it be known so and then so dexter like confronts his son 
and was trying to tell him, like, I know you're lying, and that creates a lot of problems where here it's just More like drama yeah, like, yeah it's like i can't him. believe you you think of that about me like you don't even know me you think i'm a bad person he's like i know you're a bad person yeah, right. <laughs> i'm a bad person yeah and he was like i'm trying to help you so i try to get him into therapy um and then harris is just like i mean he's just He's getting called out, but he's taking offense to it. And he's like, my own dad. It's just feeding the fire. Yeah. Everything else that's about to come. And then Harrison goes to a like a high school party and everyone's drinking. And like he pops some pills. Everyone's doing drugs. Handing out pills. yeah, Yeah. And he gets like really wasted. And he tells like... Kind of his girlfriend, Audrey, who's the daughter of the, like, um, sheriff, yeah. the sheriff. It's like, you know, my dad's name isn't like Jim Lindsay. And then he like passes out or something. Right. And then she's like, wait, what? And like, eventually that got back to Dexter's cop girlfriends. Like, because right. Audrey's actually like what everybody thinks Harrison is like. They're all like. You know, Harrison's a hero. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't drink. And he's like a good guy. And like Audrey's like legit, like a good person. Mm-hmm. Like she fights for um, like social justice and uh, the Native Americans. And she actually is the only one at this party that's like sober. She's actually like one of the few good people in this show. But like, so like the pieces start adding up. It's like, OK, so I didn't know he had a son. Yeah. Didn't know he had an ex-wife that died. And now his name he might like they, that Jim might not be his real name. Like that's start. It's starting to pile up. Right. <laughs> and meanwhile, like v- from the very beginning, we're getting these little snippets of these young girls in this room. And we're, we know nothing about it, but we see little clips of these, these girls being watched from like home video cameras within like a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then like they're getting let out of the room and shot after they run a long distance. At this point, we don't know who they are. Um, we figured out pretty, pretty soon, pretty quickly. But, um, also there's like several storylines going cause we're also still looking for Caldwell, mm-hmm. uh, Kurt's son. And in the middle of the investigation, Kurt says, Oh, he called and he ran away and he's at a really nice ritzy hotel, like upstate. Yeah. And, and Dexter's like, Hmm, I murdered him. What what is he lying for? Yeah. What is he covering? What's going on here? Which to me was like the biggest twist so far that season where it was like, oh shit, like like now we know Kurt something's up with Kurt. Yeah. What, what's was, he up to? That was the giveaway. So he's lying about like he's like trying to say like, yeah, my sorry to waste everybody's time, but he's fine, so call off the search. It's just like and then we're thinking that, like, maybe, maybe Kurt is hiding something. Right. Like, which he kind of was. Right. Which is sort of cool. Like, I thought was a nice twist was that, like, we as an audience didn't know what his motive was. Right. Like, usually right. we're looking, we're on the outside looking in, we know everyone's motive. We always know Dexter's motives. Mm-hmm. But having Kurt in here and him set, lying about that, we're right along with Dexter and we don't know why he's lying. Like what's your, what's his motive? We know that his son's dead, but we don't know why he's lying about him being alive. And, uh, it's, it's sort of, I really like that aspect because like the whole thing that's always attracted me to Dexter is like, 
you know, him almost getting caught, him almost being right there. And it's like the unknown, I guess, like the, the, uh, intensity of like on your, on the edge of your seat, never knowing. And that's, that's why I sort of like that. It's, uh, that we watched it like weekly. Cause it like gave you something to look forward to next week instead of like, mm-hmm. it just runs into the next episode. Oh, so what I forgot to mention. So Harrison doesn't only pass out, but he has to go to the hospital and they find out like, um, what he had in his system. Yeah, what he had in his system, and then where the drugs came from. And so um, Dexter's now after this drug dealer, and this is where he starts slipping. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, uh, he runs, he finds this drug dealer and acts like he wants to buy drugs, and he's planning on killing him. In the old Dexter fashion. Um, he does what, like, what is it called? The Arcan, I think, or something? This shot. Yeah. It's um, like a fentanyl type. Yeah. So he like shoots in his neck like he does with his most of his victims. But that's when like the cops show up. So Dexter just acts like he's beating him up. Like he's just being an overprotective dad. Um, and then they arrest the drug dealer. And then Dexter finds out who makes the drugs. And he's like, I'm going to go kill him. And so he does like the shot too, but then the cops are showing up to do a, you know, like a drug bust and get this guy. And he's like, shit, what do I do? And so he like forced the guy to overdose and leaves. Yeah. So they find this the drug maker dead. Yeah. So Dexter's slipping all over the scene. Yeah. yeah. And it's around this time that we start, we get introduced to molly because now that oh yeah mitch has been mitch caldwell has been just treated as like a done deal she shows up as a podcaster what is who, it fuck mary kill yeah, yeah fuck, for fuck mary, mary kill, kill. <laughs> and she goes into all of these like cold cases and is just like well what if what if this happened what if that happened and uh she has her nose into a lot she has been able to get a hold of a lot of information that, that, you know, the general public wouldn't be allowed to have. She shows up in Iron Lake because she smell also smells so that something's not right. And so she's going to do her investigative, like, journalist. Um, true crime podcast. True, yeah, like, she's jumping right in and she's like, I'm going to solve this because this, like, podunk town is not, isn't smart enough to do it on their own. Which I also was like, you know, a little bit like not so much cringe, but like as someone who actually like puts together podcasts, I'm like, okay, like the way that TV shows and stuff like portray podcasters and how podcasts are done is a little off, but they have to make it a little more entertaining than three friends sitting on a Mm -hmm. futon. But (laughs) but uh, no, I thought it was a really cool, again, like putting things everything that Dexter like is catching up with him this season is because like times have changed. And since he did it last, like when he did it 10 years ago, there was podcasters, but there was not true crime podcasters all over that would travel mm-hmm. and track you down. Now that's a thing. Like you, you can't do fucking anything now without people digging into your past. Yeah. And what's like kind of awesome about her is that she's done episodes about the Trinity killer, um, the Bay Harbor Butcher. So she knows, she like knows who Dexter is without knowing who Dexter right. is. Like she, she knows everything about Dexter Morgan. Yeah. But does not know who 
And even like, oh, the baby that was covered in his mom's blood. Like she didn't, not knowing that she was talking about Harrison. Right. And Harrison didn't know she was talking about Harrison. And then he's listening and he starts putting pieces together. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is my life. (laughs) Yeah. Like this sounds familiar. You know, and of course, like he was too young to actually like have those memories. But you can suffer from that trauma, I guess. Oh, yeah. He's old enough to was old enough to have like vivid memories like of the blood and stuff, which comes up later. Yeah. So this podcaster's hot on the trail. Uh, You know, things are starting to get fucking wild for Dexter because now his own son got drunk and blabbed on him. Dexter's slipping on the drug dealers. Uh, Meanwhile, we find out that Kurt is um, sort of taking in these stray girls that come through town takes advantage of these girls who are in need, um, which I thought, like, again, mentioned earlier, it seemed like a little convenient for a small town in New York. It's not like it's, like, passing through. I mean, you're on the East Coast. Yeah. So where are you going? I don't know. Um, but they keep stopping, like, several, you know, girls in their 20s keep stopping, and Kurt is like, I have a place you can stay for free, and I'll give you a few bucks if you wash some dishes or waitress at my mm-hmm. restaurant for a bit, and I'll send you on your way. Um, they fall for his charm and we find out he's keeping them like locked in a room that you can't get out of, um, with cameras on them. And at first it's like, is this a, uh, perverted thing? Yeah. And then we find out like by one of the girls who tries to entice him with a little, uh, a little, a little skin, a little skin. That's it, not about that actually upsets him more. No, you have to be pure. Right. And what he likes <laughs> is like, he's, he likes the cat and mouse thing where he lets them go and lets them almost get away. And uses his gun to shoot him. He doesn't like the mess. He doesn't like, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, spoiler alert. We find out towards the end of the season why that is. Mm-hmm. He uh, is preserving these bodies as like trophies. Like Dexter kept blood slides. Kurt kept the entire corpse, like the torso. Yeah, or I don't know how that worked. I don't know. It was so perfectly preserved. Doesn't make sense, but well, he I don't know. as one of his side jobs he did like um, taxidermy? He, well he was um he did like mortuary. Okay. Right? okay. So so he was used to doing um sort of the um embalming and he knew how that process worked so he was able to transfer that and translate it so into because like mean, one of the girls like she charged at him and he ended up like shooting her in the face, and he was like, like just devastated and couldn't preserve her face. Right, he ruined his trophy. Yeah, and he yeah. And so, of course, like the trail, like it's at this point, it's like Dexter's on to him. He's on the Dexter. Where will this end up? Like who mm-hmm. who's going to get to who first at this point? Without and they're both trying to keep it away from the sheriff, away from uh, Angela. Which is very interesting because she's slowly catching on to like, okay, like his name, not Dexter, brings him in, like questioning him, like, what's up with this? He comes up with the same bullshit thing that he did to Harrison. Like, it was a past life. I wanted to leave that. Well, I also got to wait. Like, she went to some cop conference or something and... Uh, the guest speaker was Angel from the original series, which he was uh, like detec- a detective. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the few that lived through Dexter's rampage. Yeah. And she was talking privately with him. And I don't remember the conversation besides he was talking about like, oh, 
he was bringing up Dexter and Deb and like, oh, his son. What's his name? Harrison. Um, something. It just started to click like where she Googled him. Um, Dexter Morgan. And there was his picture. That was his picture. Like his obituary came up and it was yeah. like, oh, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so. Um, that was another that's, great like cliffhanger. It was like, that's how an episode ended, like her printing off the obituary. Mm-hmm. So we had to wait a week until figure out why or what, how he's going to talk his way out of this one, which in typical Dexter fashion, he figures out a way like all the way up till the end. He gets out of everything. Oh, man, you get to really see him gaslight her and manipulate oh, yeah. her and just and like everybody. Like, yeah. you're, you're a crazy woman. And I'm, you know what? I'm for it. Cause I'm team Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yes. I mean, I mean, this, gaslighter. Th- this motherfucker <laughs> showing up to like her house on Christmas in a sweater, and she knows like he's at, at like towards the end at, at that point where it's like he's full on like Mister Happy. Let's put on sweaters, even it's though it's so fake. Yeah, and it's like almost sickening. Where it's like you almost want to want like at that point, I was just like, come on, like you yeah. got mm-hmm. you got you're gonna get you got to get fucking busted at some point because she knows. But uh, th- this sort of crazy triangle at this point is like. Eventually, Harrison figures it out. He starts putting pieces together himself, and Dexter confesses to him, and he's like, look, I have dark urges, too. You can control them. And he's like, you know, so you've killed people? And he explains, like, his first kill, goes mm-hmm. back and, and sort of talks about the code that Harry taught him and teaches him the code. Um, because at this point, we're... Um, so Kirk... Also starts trying to buddy buddy with Harrison. Yeah. Act like his father figure. Get, yeah, just to get to Dexter. To get to Dexter. And Kurt is encouraging Harrison to be violent. Like he's like so Harrison's on the wrestling team. And Kurt is like an assistant coach. He's like a sponsor, whatever. And he just like encourages Harrison like be violent and like to and he broke this kid's arm, which was completely unnecessary. Um, but it was just kind of, I don't know, it's just, he was manipulating Harrison and trying to put him, get him under Hittendese's ring just to get to Dexter. Well, yeah. And it was working. And it, I think it was fair because Dexter fucking killed his kids. So yeah, it's like, like, I'm, I'm going to fuck with your kid. Yeah. Um, so, and then Dexter's trying to convince Harrison to not hang out with Kurt. He's like, oh, he's, he's better to me than you are. And it's just someone to be like... Okay, he's a shithead, and I can't, I, like, I can't tell you how I know. Um, yeah. Right, but when you're in Harrison's shoes, you're a teenager whose um, mm-hmm. dad has left you and abandoned you all this time, and then this guy comes along, and he wants to be the father figure, uh-huh. and your real dad, who's been a shithead this whole time, tells you not to hang out. It makes you want to hang out with him more. It's- yeah, you, you just you jump right into it. You mm-hmm. eat it up. Right. He's giving him money. He's got a job. And yeah, yeah, eventually it just led to Dexter, even though Deb told him not to. It's just like, so I'm, I'm like a vigilante, vigilante, and um, he's trying to tell him like he goes after these bad guys and he scares them so bad that they never do a crime again. And he believes that at first, but Harris is just like, that doesn't really make sense. Like you, like you find these like serial killers that got away with, you know, crime, and 
you scare him that bad. Right. I don't know. That's all you do. It's yeah, like he's like you. You just get him real scared, and they don't do it again, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, he's a little innocent, but it's. I just, you know, I don't know. I I was indifferent at the beginning with the Harrison thing, and it's sort of when he started to like do the whole dark passenger thing. I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about this because meanwhile, weirdly enough, he's uh, dating Audrey. So like. There's like a weird double date thing always going yeah. on. Like, yeah. Father, that was weird. Yeah. Like, like, it just, like your, writing was weird for it's, that. It's like, like you guys are yeah, kind of like step siblings in a way. Right. Kind of. Yeah. But she, you know, I don't know. Like, it's sort of sad to think, but it's like their relationship was more real than <laughs> Jim and Jim and uh, Angela. Angela yeah. because she was fell for a guy that was not real. Mm hmm. Um, and then where we want to go from here? I mean, eventually they're at the point where they both sort of are openly like they they want to go after each other at this point. Like Dexter and Kurt, like they know each other's secret. Like Kurt's aware that Dexter killed his son. Yeah. Because and- he, he was able to figure it out because we what we didn't realize is that his son had um pins put into like one of his like bones when he was like from a surgery that he had and uh in order to hide mitch's body from the cops when they're like getting too involved with what was going on because originally dexter had his body underneath his uh, fire pit at his home that all got dug up and he burnt everything well, then you learn that those pens don't melt. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think that was the point where and they have like, serial, like proof. serial yeah. numbers on them too. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, th- I think those pens are from like the boat accident. Like yeah. he survived it. So it sort of linked back to like, mm-hmm. you know, like Dexter should have known, like if he would have done his research again, but he's yeah. got sloppy mm-hmm. uh, and he threw it in just like big community fire. That's always burning in town, which at first, I was like, "What is this?" But I I realized that in like s- towns like that, they actually that's like their power. Wouldn't plant, you think. go back to make sure it burnt all the way? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, <laughs> so the next guy to open it, and there's a head or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but at that point, like, <laughs> even if they did find the head, I mean, what they would be like? There's no DNA left on it from fingerprints or anything. So I mean, I don't know. It's still not that like as good as he wanted but um, mm-hmm. basically yeah kurt so kurt sort of like he gives the pens to one of his guys his henchmen to give to harrison and it's like give this to your dad so as a threat basically like i know what you did and i have your son uh-huh and then there's a point where dexter i think dexter gets like i don't remember what how it happens but he he gets hit on the head or he somehow gets attacked and he wakes up and he's in handcuff, like he's zip tied in the back of a rednecks truck. Yeah. And they have Kurt has Harrison and this guy has Dexter. And this is where it gets like really ramped up. Like they know each other's secrets and they're even seeing each other in public with, and they mm. and they know. And but they like can't fight publicly because no one else knows what is going on, which I thought was a really cool dynamic. Like they're in yeah. a diner at one point and Harrison's have like sitting with Kurt and then like Dexter comes and sits with them and it's like super tense because yeah. they, they both know each other's secrets and they know that they can't rat each other out because if either one of them rat one out it's gonna out both of them right and so they're yeah and meanwhile in the background Dexter's not privy to the fact that Angela's like hot on this trail too she starts doing her own research and she's like um she talks to that drug dealer that Dexter beat up and he's like he poked me in the neck um 
before he beat me up. And she's like, that's weird. And then realized that the the guy who made the drugs was also had the same like needle mark. Needle yeah. mark. And then um she figures out the vet, like Yeah, and then she like starts figuring out like the Bay Harbor butcher, like all those bodies had the same needle yeah. mark. And they never were hundred percent sure who was Officer Dokes they thought it was. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> that guy. Um, Poor Dokes. Dokes. No, he was. He sucked. But no, Dokes figured him out, so he got yeah. killed. That's what you get. <laughs> For being a good cop. Yeah. Um, I could go on a rant. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Just don't. Dex, if people would just leave him alone and let him kill the bad guys... They want to die. Instead, they're going to be like, well, the law is the law. Like, no, like, Dexter's, he's, doing, he's, he's Batman. Doing, well, he's do, He's also doing your job he should, you're failing to do, so. Right, right. he's Batman. And that's kind of what, Har- once Harrison figures out, like, his dad kills these people, he's like, like, you're a good guy. You're saving thousands of lives by killing these guys. And Dexter's like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah good, good twist. Yeah. It's kind of like he kind of believes it, but he's just like, no, this is this. Yeah, you need to think that. It's like it's like you could tell, like watching that scene in particular, like Dexter's trying to figure out how to process that information. Yeah. Because up until that point, that had always just been something that was on loop in his head, like justifying every kill. Right. And now he has somebody stroking his ego. About like what he's doing and how good it is, like, and it's like kind of throws. And like him. Harrison's just like, my dad's the best. Yeah, he kills the bad guys and saves lives. Yeah, which would be true if people would mind their own fucking business <laughs> and stop interfering. <laughs> so it, it all sort of comes to a head when, like I said, Dexter is captured. He, get, I think, he gets out and yeah, he kills that guy. He puts the zip ties around his neck. At this point, it's like a race. Uh, Dexter's figured out um, where he's sort of hiding these... these. It will f- actually back a little bit. Dexter um, figures out there's this place out in the middle of nowhere, and he's meeting... Kurt is meeting that podcaster. He's supposed yeah. to meet with his son. Mitch, is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I can bring you for an exclusive interview with my son. He's hiding out in this apartment. And Dexter has been secretly recording him with a cell phone. Um, amateur move because he ends up getting caught um but he uh follows them out there and interrupts it right before kurt's going to kill her the podcaster molly um and finds this nice little apartment there are fully furnished all this shit um comes back to it later and it's completely gutted yeah and dexter's like oh shit he's been keeping like girls in here had a camera yeah. and everything and then discovers the lair with harrison later mm-hmm. like him and harrison uh, find this sort of hidden door underneath some some like branches and trees and stuff that leads down to the uh, like to me it was like the grand reveal in the whole this whole season was that he was keeping these uh, trophies like the ultimate trophies which like I guess being the richest guy in town um, grants you a lot of liberty uh-huh. but I'm like on the fucking power grid that place would would pull in the elect he had to have that place whole wired yeah felt like someone had to some i mean he could have just been like oh it's a bomb shelter i don't know right but like with that like they like the the power company wouldn't be like 
look at all the power surging under in this little in this bomb shelter. Yeah. Like the, it, this takes up more than like the entire hotel, the entire restaurant. Like the, all the power in the t- like that place, all the fluorescent lights down. But again, he's the richest guy in town, so he can just pay people off to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, just look the other way. He's got he's in everybody's pockets, and plus it's a fucking TV show, and you have to suspend your belief <laughs> for a little bit. I was a little confused by it when I saw it. I'm like, are they actually corpses or are they mannequins that he's putting their like scalps and and stuff on? But I they're too too look too good. They had to have been actually like mm-hmm. the corpses. Um. But meanwhile, while he's looking, while he discovers this, um, Kurt is at his cabin burning it down. Yeah, he like burnt like like. Drenching gasoline. gasoline, sets on fire, and then he's standing from afar with his gun waiting for them to run out and shoot them, but they don't run out because they're not home. So he's like, what the fuck? Where are they? And then on his camera um, <laughs> or his phone, he got a, a, a notification that um, they're in his little secret lair because um, it's like there's a, like a booby trap. Like yeah. um, Dexter hit the string that like triggers triggers the camera he's like son of a bitch they're in my lovely lady lair (laughs) (laughs) or whatever gross (laughs) so so how did we even like i'm trying to remember how that like like how that went down when they had their final confrontation i should remember it was like the big i know dexter ended up killing them but i'm trying to remember yeah oh yeah oh um they ran oh man I know, like, he tried to kill Harrison. I remember he, like, took Harrison to that, like, batter's thing and was hitting him with the ball and mm-hmm. then the, the baseballs and the ribs. And it was, like, really, like, eerie because he was, like, having fun torturing Harrison and uh-huh. seeing his pain tolerance. I think immediately after, um, like, when he got that sort of more or less, quote-unquote, like, the ring notification that they were in his lair, um, that he buzzed off with that tanker truck of gas and met oh, and yeah. met them there and like kind of faced them in his like cabin area. And I'm pretty sure that's because they ended up doing the ritual. I remember the ritual, the but I couldn't remember how he cat, how he like got Kurt, like how he captured him enough to put him down. Cause he, I remember he killed Kurt in front of Harrison. Yes. Cause he, though he's like, look what he's done. You've seen yeah, all like the- he, he was at his, went to Kurt, went back to his house to grab some things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Before just running off. He's like, I'm busted. I'm leaving. Um, and they, um, got him like, yeah. I don't know. They They're got him, him. Yeah. Wait for him. And then, um, Dexter did his, usual ritual thing in that layer that yeah, we're all Kurt's, Kurt's yeah layer. and let um harrison watch is like this is what daddy does like bring your son to work day you yeah. know and um i i think harrison's starting to realize like is this me i think also <laughs> like, harrison's realizing like this isn't so much like batman this is like like dad's liking this. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's not, he's not just like, he's like stoked. Like he's never right. seen his dad that excited about something. Right. And he's a little freaked out. Like I thought I could handle this, but I like, yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm quite at his level and of demented. Kurt was like, I know you killed my son. And Dexter's like, um, he fit the code. He fit the code. Right. <laughs> like, and, um, yeah, he, he's like basically on his last breath. Uh, uh, Kurt is like, telling Harrison like your dad's not who you think he is like he mm-hmm. killed my son and he's not a good guy and 
Dexter's like, uh, shut up. Uh, anyways, <laughs> shut up, old man. I'm trying to, you're killing the buzz, man. Uh, and, and you can definitely tell Harris is having conflicting thoughts here. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, chops up the body and which you never really got to see before like you saw right. it after the fact like you literally saw like uh like dexter hacking going away. in and mm-hmm. hacking away explaining how he was doing it like having, he does it in seven to nine pieces they go in individual bags they get done like this this and that right and having harrison carry the limbs and stuff all the way up the ladder uh, outside yep. yeah uh into the f- same fire you know he he Still didn't really learn his lesson. I guess he just assumed Kurt didn't have any pins or anything, but uh, takes it back to the same fire, and it's like, where are we going from here? But then we get we know that Angela's right on his trail. Um, like so, like Harrison and Dexter go to go home, and it's like morning now, and they see like their cabins burnt down, and like the fire department was there and Angela's like where were you guys like you didn't even answer your phones like they didn't have their phones on them because you know they're track- busy murdering yeah yeah and they like oh we were oh I don't remember what their excuse Hiking, was they want to go on a big hike and like you get and like here it's so obvious Dexter's being fake he's like oh no well it's just a house <laughs> yeah. yeah and like he smiles <laughs> and like treats it as though it's like not that big of a deal That's and like- he even he even tells Angela and he's like I've been through worse i'll get through this this is not a big deal right she's like yeah she's just like uh no there's there's a lot of red flags this doesn't happen around here the the number of things that have happened in the last however many months that have like right that have gone between when harrison got there till now doesn't happen in this town and she's like you don't know who would do this you're like nope yeah i don't know who would have a problem with me and then what gives away guys is it the... They find the pins in the yep. in the burnt down house, the cabin. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, they find the pins. And then also Kurt left a letter in Angela's doorway yeah. saying that J- Jim killed my son. And she keeps it quiet for a while. Yeah, because so- the pins, they found the pins. Um, he left those in the letter. To her, because she okay. went to open up and it yeah. fell out in her hand. What did they find at? At his burnt down house, they ended up. Oh, what did they find? Wait, they was it the syringe? Pins there too. Oh, pins. Yeah. Okay, so they found, like, so they're a, able to match. Yeah, the they matched two, the pins together. Yeah. Put two, two, and then she's like, okay. "Why are these pins in his?" And he's like, "She's like, you know, do you know what these are?" He's like, "No, I have no idea. Whatever." And he plays it like so hammy at this point. This is what we talked about earlier, where it's it's like Christmas time, mm-hmm. and he's like. We're just gonna go over and put on sweaters, even though we have zero sleep. Me and but Harrison, Harrison knows everything going on now. We're gonna put on our fucking Christmas sweaters, go over there, pretend that everything's cool, enjoy a Christmas dinner, and it's this is also what I love about the show is like we looking from the outside in know that she knows about Dexter and that Dexter doesn't know that she knows about Dexter. Yeah. So we're like he's walking right into this shit yeah. and he's being so fucking phony, but we know that yeah, she's, she's like, really good at. Hiding it. Yeah. (laughs) And eventually it gets to the point where she has to arrest him. Uh huh. And he, like, like I said, plays it up like. Again, gaslighting. Oh, so gaslighting. You're you're being so ridiculous. You've you've been through a lot. Um, Forgot to mention. Mansplaining to her, like, you know, know, you're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. And 
we totally skipped over like the middle of the season where she finds the dead body of oh, was yeah. her friend. Yeah. Yeah, and from like high school, her like friend went missing, and when they were looking for um, Kurt's body, even after he said like, "Oh, he's still alive." Um, Mitch's body, yeah, Kurt's son. Kurt's son's, yeah, okay, Kurt's son's. The search. She's. They go into a cave, and she's like, "Why did he call up the search? He knew we were about to go into this cave, mm-hmm. so let's go into this cave." And then they found the body of her old friend. And they arrested Kurt um, because of DNA DNA under, like, from her tooth or something. And then he goes on this thing. He's like, oh, my dad was a serial killer piece of shit. Um, And he shares DNA. yeah. Yeah, they share DNA. And he's like sorry it was my dad and it just like again like this poor woman just being gaslit to hell yeah yeah and so both directions kurt gets away like he did murder this girl i think that was like his first kill um and just like his dad i i'm his dad was a piece of shit that murdered women right um you find out backstory of that and so he so like Angela's on to him. Right, but Kurt and Dexter are like cut from the same fucking cloth. I'm yeah. Like fucked up dad. Like, you know mm-hmm. well, I guess mm-hmm. Dexter's dad's not so much I guess Dexter and Harrison are like Kurt and his dad. Yeah. 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 That's a good analogy. Like that is kind of like what it's rolling out to be. Um hopefully Harrison doesn't, you know, start collecting mm-hmm. female bodies uh, in the basement. But I go think, ahead. Well we also haven't I don't know if you mentioned about Logan. He's a cop and also um, a wrestling coach, a wrestling mm-hmm. coach and like really close to Harrison, kind of like a, also like a father figure. Yeah. Um, He is very vital in the last episode. Yeah. And you don't really you don't really um, with Logan, you don't really think about or you don't really take in consideration you know, how integral of a character he was to the entire season. Like, mm-hmm. He was always sort of that side person uh, that was just kind of a dope. Like, a lot like how Batista was, like, in the original series. Right, like, it's like right he was always nose, on the side, it, but yeah. Yeah, and then you see at the end, like, he's responsible for so for such a triggering, like, of timeline events happening. So the Dexter's at the police station. Angela's pissed off. Yeah. And she's like shows off all this evidence like i know you're the bay harbor butcher ha 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 and he's like nah you're crazy and it's like he's starting to sweat like how am i getting out of this one wait uh uh-huh and um last ditch effort and she's like you're gonna get the death penalty in florida (laughs) and stuff like that and then she's like and then she's like oh and you know what angel is on his way here because she talked to him and was talking about all this evidence. And Angel's like, that son of a bitch, it was Dexter the whole time. Yeah, and that is the, 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 that's the moment when she says his name. Uh, that is when you see Dexter's face. Like, yeah, it changes. Like, like, and fucked. all of the guilt was right there. Like, no words had to be said. Like, she knew she had him in that moment. And that, yeah, that's he, when, like, he's just like, I can't bullshit my way yeah, out He's like, this. basically, like, turn off the camera and I'll tell you. And then he gets the camera off, and he's like, okay, I'm going to deflect. By the way, um, I don't know if you know about Kurt Caldwell's, like, weird corpse museum. 
Um, but it's over here under like right in here. So go check this out. And she's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's where uh, Molly's at. Uh-huh. So he basically distracts her yep. to send her out there. Meanwhile, he takes advantage of um, uh, uh, we just said his name. Logan. Logan um, calls him in, asks for some water. And I don't know if that in that instance he I don't think he really wanted to kill Logan. No, but I he's think he was de- trying to talk him into like I think giving he, the, letting him out. He underestimated Logan, like thought he was dumber or more persuasive than what he actually was. But also to me, it it signified like at the point where he's backed against the wall and he no he has no other way out. So he's he's finally resorting to like murder like yeah logan did not fit the code logan did nothing wrong he was doing his job he was just in his what dexter's in, way right yeah, and at this point kicked in exactly and this at this point it's no longer about like doing the right thing or, or even getting out of it. it's just like i just need to fucking run yeah like, like yeah, strang- run, run, run. strangles him it shoots him in the head yeah and yeah shoots him in the head and logan tries to get the gun out and dexter grabs it and, and shoots him and now at this point there's no turning back like uh-huh. dexter's killed an innocent police officer that did not fit a code he has no there's nobody else that's at the jail at the time uh and so meanwhile she goes and finds this crypt of um corpses freaks out tries to call logan he's not answering um dexter's desperately trying to find her and i think that moment where she realizes kurt is a serial killer even more confirms that dexter is the bay harbor butcher which is like Shit, he was on to him because this is what he does. He kills other serial killers. So it's like, and then he's just like, fuck, I left him alone with Logan. Right. (laughs) And so so she's she's running back. Yeah, she's trying to get a hold of Logan. He's not answering. And then um, Dexter takes Logan's cell phone and calls Harrison like, meet me here. And we're um, running away together. And Harrison's like, okay, Dan. We'll let yeah. you talk. <laughs> no, and that's when we sort of have our final showdown where, like, Harrison meets up with Dad and Dexter, mm-hmm. and they have a deep conversation. And I can't remember if... Uh, I know they have a deep conversation. I can't remember if she shows up uh, right after the big thing happens. She shows up after. Okay, so they're having this real talk back and forth, and he's trying to convince Harrison, like, let's get in a truck and just hit the road. And Harrison's like, whose blood is on you? Right, like... And yeah, he puts two and two together, realizes that Dexter killed Logan and he does not fit the code and that his dad is no longer this vigilante killer. He is just a killer. Yeah. He's killed a guy who has been more of a father to him this whole time. Someone he looked up to, someone mm-hmm. he knows is innocent. And he's like, you deserve to die. Mm-hmm. And so. And then Dexter's like, but you're kind of a piece of shit, too. Like, you broke the kid's arm. Right, yeah. He, yeah, he sort of gaslights his own son. Like, it's like, really, Harrison? You're going to judge me? Like, you're a little me. He's right. like, no, I'm not. Which I'm on, like I said, I'm totally biased for Dexter. I'm just like, Harrison, stop being judgmental. You weren't there. You don't know what Logan tried to do. Yeah, he, he tried to ask him nicely, okay? But yeah. anyways, uh, yeah, the big the big like, uh, moment. Like, like, he stopped a serial killer because the cops couldn't... I just, I just don't understand the hate for him. But anyway. Another big, the big uh, final moment that we should have gotten in the original... I'm, I'm glad that we didn't get in the original finale because that would have been a shitty ending to that season. Um, and Harrison has to... 
shoot his dad, and Dexter is no more. Yeah, no. De- well, Dexter's like, please kill me, because I don't want to. Be on the run without you, and just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what do you say? Like, he was just like, he's like, I need you. Like, you're my reason why I'm living. And he's like, you deserve the death penalty. He's just like, I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to get caught. Right. Yeah. Like it's kind of like he a, tries to convince him, like we can go somewhere warm. Like mm-hmm. let's let's hit the road. Like L.A. He wanted to go to L.A. Yeah. And Harrison's like, I have all my friends, all my family here. Like I'm not gonna leave you. I'm not. I'm not gonna leave with you. Like and live this kind of life on the run. I've already lived my entire life on the run. Mm-hmm. Um. And they basically like almost come to a gentleman's agreement. Like then just fucking shoot me. It's a poetic way to go out. Uh, shoots him like the deer in the in the snow. And then, uh, yeah, Angela shows up and finds it. And this is a moment I was not big on. I I vocalized it when we watched it. Um, I thought like, you know, she she instantly uh, like sort of freaks out and is like, you know, oh, he shot him like take my truck and go or take Dexter's truck. Mm -hmm. Here's the keys. Um, I did a bunch of money. Yeah, here's money. I didn't see you run off. And I'm like, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, she's implying that like he did the wrong thing and that he should be on the run. She'll cover for him. And I'm like, if this went to court, like Dexter came at him and he was a serial killer and he shot him like self-defense. I know it saves, I guess, Harrison, some trauma of, of, I feel like if Harrison would have stayed after all that, it's just like the kids at school would not stop talking about it. I get that. But you know what, what now he's now the boy who lived. Well, they're gonna they're gonna talk about it. He's not gonna be there. But I mean, now it's like, did you hear what happened to his dad? And no, we don't even know where he's at. That's only, like even more suspicious. Right. Exactly. <laughs> to me, it was like you know she's the way the way it ended. I was like she gives him that money and takes. And I'm like, but he didn't do anything wrong. Like yeah, yeah. Could totally just made up a lie. Like I told my I told my dad I wasn't coming with him. I was gonna rat him out, and he was, was like, Rah! and I. Poof. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what could have happened? And it's like. Then she basically lies and is like, I'll just say I shot him. Yeah. And she, you know, calls on the on the scanner that she, you know, Dexter was down or whatever. And that's pretty much how we end it with Dexter flying in the snow. And Harrison out. leaving town. Which another nitpick I had, he's driving Dex he's driving Jim Lindsay's truck right past the crime scene. Yeah. I'm like Small town, everybody knows everybody's vehicle, yeah. especially old truck like Jim's. Like, they're going to see Somebody's Harrison. going to notice that face. And, and like Right. They know Harrison in that truck. Um, and then the fact that, like, again, he's, he's you know, going away. He's on, like, on the run now. Right. He's on the run now. Where so it's not going? like he's just free. Yeah. Like, he, they know he's involved somehow. They're going to want to question him. So now, if he were to stay put, you know, they're not saving anything. It looks more suspicious that he's on the run. Um, and But th- they left it open for a spinoff, though. Yeah, no. I don't. I mean, I don't think I don't. I'm not a fan of Harrison after yeah. last episode. Fuck him. <laughs> you were so mad. Like, <laughs> I was so mad when he shot Dexter. You were like, "Fuck you! <laughs> I hate him. I hate Harrison. This sucks. This is the worst ending." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I was no. Sort of I mean, okay. So like, it was it thinking. I don't know. I'm losing words. It was a good ending to the series. It was the ending that we needed. But in my fantasies, <laughs> I was not satisfied. <laughs> what did you think, Adam? Um, the like I had said, like the ending to the show, I understood why they did what they did. I was at peace with how they ended it because I feel like 
this is kind of how things needed to be. Uh, Harrison is not my favorite character either. I thought he was kind of whiny the entire he season. He had awful hair. He had the worst yeah. He had, yeah, he, it was, yeah, it was He rough. deserved worse. <laughs> Anyways, Adam, as you were saying. Um, but, uh, but I feel like everything was tied up. I would have loved to see an actual scene with Batista and Dexter, like, in the same room again. Me too. I was disappointed we didn't get that reunion. Yeah, and, like, maybe, you know, and then whatever could happen afterwards, like, whether it would ended up, like, the show ended with, like, Dexter, like, in prison or on death row or what have you. I just wanted to see that final. I wanted to see that tie closed. Right. It felt like uh, they were like, well, we have the actor who plays uh, Batista for, like, two hours on set so we'll just film him like he's never in the same scene as well he was in the same scene as her once at that convention mm-hmm. but it was like we never got that sort of uh you know dexter and angel um meet up and but we did get like i mentioned earlier sort of a moment where uh harrison's like you know there's a lot of innocent people who died because of your mistakes and those people oh. flash before him he sees La yeah and yeah every like all the all special the police that you know end up dying on, on his hands um but yeah i have quite i have a little bit of trivia we can go uh through after this but let's take a quick break and hear from the prescribed film podcast network and we'll be right back you're listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And we're back. So I have a little bit of trivia I pulled from IMDb. As always, I tell people to take it with a grain of salt because um, not all of it's always uh, the most accurate. So it's it's the internet. Take it with a grain of salt. So Dexter has assumed a new identity by the name of Jim Lindsay. Jeff Lindsay wrote the original novels that inspired the television series, which Adam alluded to earlier. So fun little nod to the original author who wrote the books that this was based on. Yeah. Dexter's date of birth is February 1st, 1971. Tomorrow is his birthday, <gasps> um, which also is Michael C. Hall's date of birth. Ooh. So a little maybe too in character. He was like, <laughs> I'm such a method actor, I'm going to be born the same day as Dexter. <laughs> sort of weird, right? Um, although set in upstate New York, actual filming was uh, set in Massachusetts. So that's where they filmed this. Uh, the voice of the truck driver who stops who drops off Harrison in town is played by Eric King, the actor who played James Dokes in the original series. So they brought Dokes back as a fun fun little cameo just to do the voice. Surprise, motherfucker? He said, uh, (laughs) said, get out my truck, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, He was so mean at Dexter, though. Don't don't be a Dexter stand. It's sort of weird. (laughs) He's like always picking on him. Like, I know you're a creepy motherfucker. It's like like he had too much pre-workout in his system. Yeah, it's... Like, hmm... I'm just saying, like, leave the creepy people alone because maybe they're killing bad people. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you got it all out now? I just want really... I would just, Justice for Dexter. Justice for Dexter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In the first episode, right after killing Matt Caldwell, Dexter's narration says, um, Tonight's the night. That was the first line from the first episode of the original show. So, fun little nod to throw back. Um, Because the season was filmed out of sequence, based on location and weather, Dexter Morgan's death was filmed in the third week of principal photography. Dexter going to the bus stop and properly introducing himself to Harrison was the last scene Michael C. Hall and Jack Alcott filmed together. So crazy how... That works, yeah. 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 I imagine... I know, actually, I know working, you know, with snow really throws things off because, you Mm. know, you can't always depend on it being there. And imagine they had to have filmed it, you know, last year. I just think it's crazy how, like, how planned out things are before filming. Like, it doesn't seem like much is improbbed. Right. I don't know. It's like, in my brain, I go from beginning to end if I even think about filming right. like something. We got to start with the beginning. Yeah. And, yeah. and then maybe in the middle, I want to, eh, no, I want it this way. Right. No, I'm not. This, there's a reason why I don't make movies or TV shows. Okay. <laughs> um, Dexter Morgan's final moments were revealed by showrunner Clyde Phillips later, years before. My personal ending for the show was that he was going to be executed for his crimes. He's lying on the table, and outside the window are all the people he's killed. That was just my own in my own head. I never pitched that to anybody. While not sentenced by a jury for his crimes, Dexter is forced by his son to open his eyes and look at what you've done, seeing his victims in his mind before meeting his ultimate end. So sort of mm-hmm. mentioned that before. It was sort of cool that uh, 10 years after uh, the showrunner had been talking about that Clyde Phillips, uh, he finally sort of got to do his original ending. Um, and then mm-hmm. the line, look at what you've done was first said by Dexter in the first episode of the original Dexter series. When the audience sees Dexter capture his first victim and new blood, Dexter repeats the line to Matt Caldwell as he lies on Dexter's table. Matt is Dexter's first victim in new blood series. Dexter's son, Harrison repeats the line to Dexter before he kills him. So, uh, an ongoing, trend thread throughout the whole show is making Dexter realize what he's done or his victims and he it sort of comes full circle that like now he's the victim you know look what you've yeah. done Dexter before you die yeah he puts all these people on the table and now it's like look at all your victims it's like I'm look a at, hypocrite yeah hmm. so overall <laughs> you know w- 10 years later with a comeback like this um, what did you guys think like I think it was a better ending. It's it's uh, the ending that series deserves. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, this season, um, this quote-unquote final season, <clears throat> uh, asterisk, uh, was how things needed to be tied up. It was still bumpy and um, through various parts of it but it compares nothing to that original, like, final season. And I think that the showrunner did a really great job of taking what was handed to him and sort of remolding it to make it a little bit more believable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best word to use, but, like, to turn it into something that could be respected. Something usable, yeah. like correct. He, he polished a turd, sort of. <laughs> uh, absolutely, he did the undoable. 
now I guess we gotta sort of address the inevitable that Adams hinted at three or four times this episode. Do we get a Harrison series now because no. of the success of this? I mean, I'm not okay. We can ask. Do we want it first? No. no. Not at all. I agree. Um, you only get... I mean, they got a second chance, which a lot of series don't get at an ending, and they finally stuck a, a landing and, and got a much better, you know, ending to a show after 10 years. Like, let it be. Like, go out on high note. Um, I mean, it was still not perfect, but it's so much better. Like, don't try to come back and capitalize on it for money. Mm-hmm. to me but um i guess the next question is do you think they will i don't i, I don't think so like they kind of i think they had a better opportunity when they kind of had it open to where harrison could be like a mini dexter but then you see like at the end where harrison's just like no i'm not like that so like what would they even do with him yeah i remember um shortly after the finale ended reading of course you get that bevy of things you know 24 hours after the show officially ended there's like oh well let's let's look at is there going to be another season is there going to be this that and whatever and i know clyde phillips himself did say he has ideas to continue it that he would love to take it like harrison solo um and like what that would look like but it's all in the hands of Showtime on whether they want to continue mm-hmm. investing the money in the show. And I hope that they also see that the show could be ending on a high note and to just be done. Yeah, I also saw some Clyde uh, Phillips interviews where he said that he would literally drop everything if Showtime called him and wanted him back for a Dex- for a, a Harrison spinoff. And I'm like... Are you like, I don't know. Are you that desperate? Like to me, it it uh, is just the wrong move. Like I don't, I just don't, you know. I can't. I guess I can't knock it till we see it. But it's yeah. Like, I feel like they would have to turn him into a little Dexter too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it would be boring if it's just like him on the run or something. It'd be like, man, I shouldn't have shot him. Like, <laughs> well, I he, have. <laughs> well, he could have P- PTSD from shooting Dexter, and Dexter's now his dark passenger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we still have Michael C. Hall. There's, yeah, he, I mean. I feel like they would need to age. If they're to do a spinoff, they would need to age Harrison. Get him a goddamn hair further. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of, get rid of sort of the, the, he's got like, his entire head is like Courtney Cox's bangs from Scream. <laughs> like. Well, he's, he's, he's believable as like a, someone who might be from that area, like, born and raised he's or someone from here he looks like a guy that i went to high school with that like would drive a big truck and like was on the wrestling team and had like like the back of their heads were flat like very like their knuckles dragged just very uh sort of like dum-dums that weren't attractive but the girls liked them because they were you know i don't know i don't I, I don't i can't explain why but yeah it was just like that weird confidence i don't know like Harrison, the character in has sort of had that weird confidence where he's like, he walks into a party and he's like, whatever, I'm not like you guys. And mm-hmm. he, he, I'll stand up for the weirdos and I'm cool with like the wrestlers and the, the athletes and everybody, you know, one of those types of guys. Uh, but I don't know. I don't, I have no desire after this. Like you, and that's the problem with this stuff is like they got huge ratings on it. 
It, it probably did well in the last several seasons of Dexter, and Showtime is not known for ending things on a uh, good note. It's, I mean, look at yeah. what happened to Shameless. They should have ended it when... Well, I mean, before we stopped watching, we stopped watching a show that we watch every week because it just got so ridiculous, but they continued it without Emmy Rossum, and we we stopped watching before then, but it's like, uh-huh. know when to end something, guys. It like, was, yeah, not to go on Shameless Rant, but it was like getting to, like, where seasons were just, like, mini-stories and did not matter at all. Right. It was just, it, like, look how ridiculous and goofy they are. It's like there's... There's not, like, emotion to the series anymore. And what happened, and, and again, we don't want to make it a whole shameless podcast. We could do that some other time. Yeah. But uh, I think what happened there, again, was, like, the, the weird way that we're consuming things. It was hitting Netflix, like, a year after the season would air, the, the old season would hit mm-hmm. on Netflix, and people started re- realizing that they were, like, late to it. Yeah. And it, and it became huge on Netflix, so people started getting Showtime to catch up on it. And then they saw this huge surge surge of people are like, well, we can't end it. They're just now getting into it. Yeah. Which I don't think will happen with Dexter. They just had a slew of people who were who watched the original. I mean, it's been 10 years, so they're excited to see it. But it's like, don't think that that crowd's going to come back in full for a mm-hmm. uh, Harrison spinoff. But they know TV better than I do. And God damn, it's a business. It's not personal, but it's, it's just sort of I would hate to see them tarnish that ending i mean it's still going to be an ending to dexter but it'd be it'd suck if they brought back like harrison and they brought back michael c hall as like his dark passenger and then it wasn't good that would just be like i'd feel bad for everybody involved. yeah i feel like i'm surprised we haven't used the term jump the shark but yeah it's like dexter kind definitely towards the end jumped the shark in like the last two seasons but this season um I feel like there's some kind of joke, shark joke I need to make, but I can't think. But, like, they unjumped the shark a bit. Yeah. <laughs> they brought him a little more grounded. Yeah. Like, they... like, I really liked how Adam sort of said, like, they took the shit sandwich that was handed to them. And instead of doing what a lot of writers and series and movies do, um, like, the trend right now with like the new reboot of Halloween, you know, ignores all the sequels like they didn't happen. Uh-huh. Um, they could have just picked up from like Trinity Killer and pretended that stuff didn't happen. Uh, you know, there's no reason not to. It gets a bit confusing, but it, after 10 years, people tend to forget. You know, they could have just been like, here we go, Dexter's in this spot, but they hit it head on and picked up right where they left it. And I mm-hmm. think, consider all things considered, you know, did a really fantastic job and just you don't get a third chance. You got second chance at ending the show well. You you landed it. Let it be. Go out. Uh-huh. You know, you hit that home run, go retire, go home. Like, you're not going to do any better than that. So, it, you know, I know money is tempting and, and the root of all evil, but... They could do a prequel. No. <laughs> Dexter's high school years. They did, they did early cuts for that. The little... The, the, the little, cartoon. Like, uh, like animated, yeah. though, yeah. Yeah. But, like, when he, like... Like baby Dexter. Who would who would play like the who would play like young Dexter as he's learning the code? Uh, what actor Ew. would you cast? Um, I don't know. I can't think of anybody just, in my head. The, the, like, like the kid from Young Sheldon. <laughs> oh God. Just CGI Michael C's whole face onto it. And like make him like shrink him down digitally, like they did with uh, Matt Damon and downsizing. Yes. <laughs> 
guy. Yes. Or um, the Wayans brothers and Little Man or yeah. whatever. Yeah, there we go. Oh, God damn it. And, and like have a laugh track. Oh, we're on such a good idea. <laughs> Directed by Tim and Eric. And, but, and it's like really cute when he's like stabbing people because he's just a baby. <laughs> Okay, before this podcast ends on, like, the bad note that Dexter We're going to get hired for the No, no we're not. But for the prequel. If they make it, like, an hour and 44 minutes into this, or hour, hour, hour 45 minutes into this, and they continue to listen to uh, never mind. Just, I, I never really know how to end podcasts, but I think uh, we've all reached that level where... Uh, your um, lack of sleep is getting to you with your bad ideas. <laughs> My fault, passenger. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, um, did you guys have any final thoughts before we say goodbye to Dexter? Um, long live Dexter. Um, yeah. the show got what it deserved. It's it ended respectfully, and it's. I'm glad that they. Were able. I'm glad that they had the resources and they were able to talk as many people from the original cast as they could to come back to give it a true storyline ending. Me um, too. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I'm glad that it came back and righted the wrong. It would have been bummer if it came back and was even worse somehow. Yeah. Like it's just a lumberjack season. Anyways, but we're going to get down a rabbit hole if we start <laughs> talking about dumb shit like this. So, um, <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Um, thank you guys for coming on and talking about Dexter. Well, you're yeah, welcome. No problem. No problem. Do, 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 do. And I guess now, do, do, do. you know, I feel like after we watch, yeah, you have to do the. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we'll flip on uh, Yellow Jackets, which which was uh, the seat, which always followed Dexter. So um, <laughs> until next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. A special thank you goes out to my friend Scott Schreiner for our intro and outro music. We'll see you next week on First Time Podcast. Surprise, motherfucker!